Well, uh, welcome back to Slayer Talk. <laughs> now your hosts, Mark and Carol. Okay, no, that does not sound like Skeletor or a witch or anything other than some kind of really weird redneck. It's it's. <laughs> what what do you mean? It's it's me, Jimmy Stewart. <laughs> Why is Jimmy Stewart introducing Buffy the Vampire Slayer? I don't know, but thank you, Mister Stewart, for coming back from the dead too. To do our intro for us, uh, as as Mr. Stewart said, I guess it's because Buffy comes back from the dead. Spoilers. In, uh, in this episode. Uh, my name's Mark. With me, as always, is my uh, vampirish girlfriend, Carol. How you doing today, Carol? Hey, what's up? How much? It's been a good week. It is May 27th, 1997, and we watched the season finale Maybe the series finale? I don't know. We'll see. We'll see if they come back for a season two. But definitely the last episode of this season of, uh, I believe the full title is Bustaford the Vampire Slayer. <sighs> You're so weird. So, yeah, it's the uh, final episode of the season. Maybe the, the final series. final episode of the season. Or maybe of the series. And um, as those are the original lyrics to Europe's "The Final Countdown." Just to let you know. Cool. <laughs> uh huh. What are you gonna say? So, as Mark, uh, you know, spoiled for us here, Buffy is supposed to die in this episode. It's the prophecy of the Codex. The prophecy. The whole. Girl. The whole reason that they went to get the Codex, or that Angel went off screen to get the Codex, <laughs> is because. Uh, so it can say that, that Buffy's gonna die. Yeah, so the episode starts out with Giles seeming just really, like, fucking upset and stressed out, but nobody knows what's wrong with him. Right. And it turns out that that's what it is. He calls Angel on the phone. It's kind of funny, because he calls him, and he's like, I need to see you. And he's like, well, of course, after sunset or after right. dark or whatever. Right. So, like... I'm curious about this. Was, like, Angel just, like, sleeping and got woken up from his vampiric sleep by a telephone call? I didn't think you could just wake up from that shit. Seems odd, right? Right. I love that Giles just has his phone number, too. <laughs> right? When did they become BFFs? I don't know. He's got a vampire's phone number. <sighs> so, all this weird stuff is happening, which we find out from uh, Giles's, uh whatever... I don't know, friend. I think that something else is going on there. Oh, the she hangs out way too much the now. The technology teacher? Yeah. She wants something to happen. I think so. But yeah, she's like, all this crazy stuff's happening. It's apocalypse stuff. Like, <laughs> what did she say? A baby was born with its eyes facing inward. Yeah. What the fuck is that? How is that an apocalypse thing, by the way? Like, I don't know. Like, why does that signify the apocalypse. I, I don't I, I don't know. A cat gave birth to a litter of snakes. Yeah. That seems more apocalyptic. I guess, yeah. And there was one other weird thing she mentioned. What do you think how do you think that cat felt? Ugh. <laughs> so gross. Actually, probably easier to give birth to a litter of snakes. Oh, for sure, yeah. Than a how do they know that the cat meat. wasn't just uh didn't eat uh Thai food or something? Ew. Like that. Uh, gross. 
freak. <laughs> so Buffy is noticing there's a lot more vampires, too. Sure. She kills like three of them in one night. I guess that's her new personal record or whatever. And um, when she comes to talk to Giles, she sees then that Angel is with him because he's called him, right? Mm-hmm. And Giles is in the middle of telling him how, according to the prophecy, Buffy is going to face the uh, master, the master tomorrow night, the master and blaster. die. Yeah, and so she freaks out. I think it's kind of funny. <laughs> Why? What do we think is funny? Well, just the way she handles it, because she's like, "I quit." <laughs> I'm just going to quit. I think the whole scene's actually really, like, very good acting and really emotional. It is, but it's still, like, so, like you think you can just quit being a Slayer? Well, like, yeah, it is kind of funny. It's just like, I'm, I'm turning in my Slayer gun and my Slayer badge. Yeah, and, like, she rips off the necklace that Angel gave her and throws it. It's yeah, like... That's her Slayer badge. That's the stupidest uh, thing she could do right now. Hey, right. let me disarm myself against right. vampires. And then, uh... Supposedly, this prophecy, okay, so, like, we know that the anointed one is supposed to lead her to hell. Like, she's not, and it says she will not know him. You know what's weird, though? Huh. Is the anointed one leading her to hell is basically just him taking her by the hand and being like, yeah, it's over here. Right, yeah. <laughs> that's all, that's all he does. Like, couldn't the, couldn't the master have just gotten a real estate agent to that? And here you'll see we've got the anointed one, and here's uh, the master, and... But I mean, like, according to the codex, it's a child. So, like, when she walks out and sees a kid, she knows it's him. Yeah, she even says, I know who you are. Right. But it says that she will not know him. It's a lie. The prophecy <laughs> was wrong. There's a lot of things about the prophecy that are dumb and stupid. Well, and wrong because they don't come to pass. Right. Because it also says that the hellmouth will open and demons will come and kill everybody. Mm-hmm. Which doesn't happen. Right. Because, you know, it's... I mean, the Hellmouth opens, I guess. I guess. Well, the, the Hellmouth opens and uh, the Rocky, or the uh, Little Shop of Horrors uh, comes out of the grounds. Yeah, I was like, what the fuck you is that? You notice that? Like, I expected it to be, feed me, Willow! Right? It was three, like, heads that looked like the, the plant in the Little Shop of Horrors. And it has a bunch of like, and it looked like roots too. Like, yeah. they're kind of like snakes or whatever, but a bunch of like tentacly things that are like sliding on the ground and grabbing people. Japanese porn on the ground. Right. Oh, tentacle porn. Mm. So, and it did only go for the girls. Yeah. Mm. Giles tried to get it. And then it got pissed off at Giles. Right. So in the in the background of all this, before we get that that far, okay, before apocalypse shit is happening, yeah, it's the prom, mind you. Last episode, it was the prom. What well, was May Queen? But they were preparing for the prom. They oh okay, so it was just the coronation. Yeah. Okay. But everything takes place at the bronze. Yeah. Like, how is this local business so intertwined with the school? Uh, it's weird. And by the way, isn't it a bar? Like. No. But all the kids drink there or whatever. It's not a bar. It's a it's like a teen club because they don't serve alcohol because it's full of teenagers all the time. But it's, I don't know, it's so weird. Why is there prom at this place? <laughs> I don't know. It's I like, guess, does the school own the prom? I guess that's true because proms do te- typically tend to be at like outside of school. Now that I think they about do? it. They do? Yeah, like... um at like banquet halls and stuff like that. Huh. 
like a wedding reception. Sort of, yeah. But, I don't know, it's just weird. They booked the bronze. It is weird. So and you know that place you guys hang out with every Friday fucking night? We'll do that, but dress up more. Right. So, um, Xander decides that he's going to take his shot with Buffy and ask her to the prom. Yeah. And poor Willow, he's sitting here practicing on her. How he's going to tell Buffy he likes her and ask her and stuff. And she looks all... Like, Willow, can I practice uh, what, how I'm going to make love to Buffy? Anna? Right. <laughs> she looks all like a smitten kitten listening to him. Yeah, she <laughs> like, like a smitten kitten. I, not one giving birth to snakes. Right. <laughs> I don't understand how he does not understand that she likes him. Because he's an idiot. Yeah. Whatever. It's the classic love triangle story. He only has eyes for Bustopher. Stop calling her that. Isn't that her name? No. What is Buffy short for? Nothing. You don't just name someone Buffy. That's, I think you do. I really do. Buffleton. Stop. If you're going to do it, at least come up with a name that sounds like it belongs to a girl. It's Buffleton Ann Slayer. Or whatever no. Her name is. No. What's her last name? Summers? Yeah. Okay, but I'm sorry. I'm sorry. It's Bufftilda Ann Summers. That's her full name. What the fuck? Okay, so Xander asks her and gets shot down because, duh. Like. She doesn't like him. Has never shown any signs that she likes him. And he has this whole speech, like, it's ridiculous. You know, at one point when he was talking to Willow, he's like, I should just tell her I like you and ask her to go to the prom. And she's like, oh, it's direct. It's like, yeah, but that that would save a lot more face than, like, all this, like, whole thing he does. And you should have done this a long time ago before you got made into a friend. Yeah. Yeah, I mean, he's not a bad-looking guy, so I don't know. I mean, he's not, like, super hot or anything, but... This whole exercise makes him look like a giant loser, though. Yeah. For sure. And then when she says, like, he's like, you either feel something for someone or you don't. She goes, I don't. And instead of just being like, oh, okay, ouch, and walking away, he's like, well, try, I'll wait. Like, yeah. what the fuck, man? Yeah. Like. They, they try to ride the line between sincerity and quippiness, and it doesn't work in this instance. No. Nah. But try, I'll wait. First of all. You either do or you don't. And she says, I don't. So obviously there's no try. Exactly. There is There is no try. <laughs> do or do not. There is, is no try. Correct. Exactly. <laughs> so he's Yoda all... Yoda nods in approval at Buffy's response. Huh? I said Yoda nods in approval at Buffy's right. response. So then he's all sad. And, and then he tries to ask Willow to go to the prom because Buffy turned him down. He doesn't ask her to go to the prom. He's just, he just says, oh, we'll go together then, I guess. Yeah. You're good enough, you sack of fucking potatoes. And she's like, why would you ever think that's okay? Like, I'm glad she stood up for herself. Agreed. I wish she'd stop mooning over him because the whole, the whole him being in love with Buffy and her being in love with him, it doesn't work. It doesn't work for me. It does, I don't think it works for the show. They're the Scooby gang, you know? Yeah. Fred's fucking uh, Val or no Wilma no what's her what? name? What Daphne? There you go. Fred's fucking Daphne. That's all there is to it. And, okay, and who's Fred and who's Daphne? In this case, I guess Angel is Fred and and Daphne's of course Buffy. 
And then Shaggy and Thelma are Xander and Willow. Yes. Wow. Okay. I guess. It didn't even really occur to me to put Angel in the in the Scooby gang. Well, there really is no Fred. Yeah. She's Buffy plays the dual role of Fred and Daphne. Okay. In the in the Scooby gang. Sure. Too. I mean He is for sure Shaggy. Yeah. She's Velma. Yeah. All right. She just doesn't wear any glasses. Maybe Giles is Fred, but he's just not fucking Daphne. I guess. But he's not He's not really part of the gang. No, he's more of like a Velma older. <laughs> yeah, he does wear glasses too. Right. He could be jinkies. But, okay, so then Xander's like, okay, I'm not going to prom. And he's just like going to lay in bed and takes the phone off the hook when they're trying to like call him and be like, hey, the world's ending. He's just like, fuck it. Right. Because he's listening to uh, Patsy Klein or whatever, country music, as he says, the, the music of the depressed or whatever. <laughs> so... Then when they finally do tell him, I don't remember how they tell him. Tell who? Xander. They get him to know that bad things are happening. They get him to know. (laughs) I don't remember how. Something fucking weird's going on with Cordelia that they never, that they never flesh out in this episode too. Oh yeah. Because she's talking about how cute like her boyfriend's being or whatever, and he's like, "Yeah, normally I'm an asshole, but I'm being so nice now," and then. He didn't show up to hook up the sound system at the bronze, and she was like, I should be so annoyed, but it's it's like, I don't know, I just find it adorable. And they see them in the like audio-visual room or whatever. I don't know, it looks like a fucking TV room at an old folks' home. I don't know <laughs> what part of the school this is, but there's a couch and a TV there. Yeah. Uh, I, I, don't, I don't know any high schools that have that. But she's like, oh, see, look, they're watching cartoons. It's just so cute, isn't it? And like... She's like, but I should be mad. It's I don't. They don't explore it. It doesn't make any sense. Was it her boyfriend? Yeah, and okay. then Willow walks in there, and uh, yeah, because they were making out in that car. Okay, and they heard Buffy killing people, right? Or vampires, and uh, so they walk. Willow walks in, and they're all dead. Yeah, yeah. There was like five dead bodies at the school, which they never address. Yeah, there was a bloody handprint on the TV. That was pretty creepy. Well, Willow apparently was on the television. Mm-hmm. And then Buffy goes to talk to her, and Buffy's like, I can't let Willow be sad, so I'm going to go kill myself <laughs> by becoming the Slayer again. And yeah. Picking up my badge again. But her, before she decides to go be the Slayer again, her mom gives her a prom dress. A lot of this reminds me of the movie. Very much. It's like dance, dress. She's wearing the, like, like you point out, she's wearing like the leather jacket over this dress. And it's a white dress like it was in the movie. It's, see, I, I feel like this is Jaws Whedon just kind of doing the movie the way he wanted the movie to be done. Maybe. I mean, that seems quite possible. Anyway, so she goes, Giles decides he's going to fucking do it. And like in the movie. Yeah, that's true. The watcher ends up going after the master and like trying to save her or whatever and gets killed. The same same thing. But Giles doesn't get killed. No, they she punches him in the face. <laughs> yeah. But, and then leaves. And I guess Willow goes to Xander. Yeah. Somehow Xander is made aware that Buffy's in danger, that, you know, the apocalypse is coming. And he says, I don't care 
about the apocalypse. I just want to save Buffy. Yeah. What a fucktard. There's a lot of selfish people in this episode. Right? I don't care about anybody else. But he goes and he gets Angel to help him. Mm-hmm. And they, they... I believe his name's pronounced Angle. And they dash off into the sewers to save Buffy. Because yeah. he's like, I know you can find the... Uh, the master and it's like what the fuck is the point of the anointed one yeah makes no sense no yeah just the little boy just creepily leads her down where the master is and, and that's then walks it. That's off the whole reason he doesn't say anything <laughs> it's ridiculous they flipped over a whole bus for that right like couldn't anybody have led her to hell so yeah exactly whatever so fucking she goes down there and it looks like, I guess, Liberace decorated down there. Because there's, there's about 75,000 candelabras right. just all over the place. Really weird. And um, she has brought a crossbow with her just again like in the movie. She had a crossbow, I believe. And he catches it. Just like in the movie. Yeah. Yeah. So she tries to shoot him. And, of course, like, like Mark said, he catches it. So that doesn't work. And... He ends up grabbing her from behind, again, not, like the movie. Not in a sexy way, though. No. And unlike the movie, he bites her. That does not happen in the movie. Yeah. She's like, hypnotizes her or whatever. He bites her and then throws her into the fucking water. Yeah. The she sewer falls, water. Falls, it falls in the sewer water. Well, you yeah. I, I just, again, have to say, at no point in this episode is her dress messed up. There's no blood. There's no dirt. Yeah, She's hilarious. been in the sewer. Yeah. Her dress is still pristine at the end. Yeah. She definitely has a bacterial infection in her lungs now. Right. It's right? <laughs> that sewer water. So Angel and Xander find her face down in the water, and she's dead. She has died. Yep, just like the prophecy said she would. So, Yeah. And uh, that's it. That's the end of the show. That's why we're not sure if they're coming back. No. Um, Angel, you know, determines she's dead. And then he's like, I don't have any breath. You have to do CPR, Xander. Xander's the one that suggests CPR. Oh, yeah. But he brings her back. Brings her back to life. So. And then she fights the fucking master well but she when she gets up from being dead they're like oh you're still weak she's like no i'm strong i feel good and it's kind of weird and cheesy like her and angel and xander are like walking up to go kill you know fight people and there's they've got the theme music from the show playing and she just looks like i'm all badass and i don't know it seemed kind of i didn't love it i didn't either yeah it was not good yeah and yeah, and they, well, the I guess the master got power from her or whatever because he's like, if you hadn't come, I wouldn't be able to fucking break the surface. And then he gets right. to the the force field or whatever, and he's able to to go out. Um, as she's walking out, by the way, so Willow they they think that the Hellmouth's going to be at the Bronze because that's where some stuff happened, right? And so they go they go out there and the. Willow and the the female teacher, yeah, and they end up walking into a Fredder commercial. Do you remember those those Fredder commercials? No, it was like all foggy and night, and people were walking around and going Fredder. That might be where that nightmare I have comes from. They uh, they, there were these commercials where it was like 
It was supposed to be like a play on Night of the Living Dead, I guess, or whatever. But Fredder, the old like fucking appliance store uh, around here, if people that aren't familiar with the Michigan area, it was a store around here. Uh, they'd walk around, and they'd be like zombies or whatever, and they're like, Fredder, you know, and they were going to the store. Hmm. Yep. Yeah, I don't remember that it at all. It looks just like those commercials. But yeah, so they're surrounded by vampires, so they jump in the car. Of Cordelia. Yeah, Cordelia is there. Why? She pulls up. How? Yeah. They she, jump, just, she just pulls up. Just randomly. Mm-hmm. So they jump in her car and... Drive through the school. Yeah, because they need to get to the library the fastest way possible. Into the library. Like, that's going to be safe. I don't know why. And guess what? Turns out the Hellmouth is under the library, by the way. <laughs> Not the bronze at all. It makes no sense. Well, I think they have some weapons stored in there. I think that's why they uh, thought they had to get to the library or whatever. But So Buffy fights the master... At one point, Giles overturns a table, so it's a big wooden stake. Right. She flips him over the skylight that the fucking... How rich is the school that the mm-hmm. library has for some reason? He falls into the stake and then, like, you know, disintegrates like they do, leaving behind a uh, fucking bi- freshman biology skeleton. Well, like, no other vampire leaves anything behind. Why did he leave a skeleton? And then they walk off into the sunset like everything's fine. I have so many questions. <laughs> what are your questions? Well, one, if they come back for another season, how are they going to explain the aftermath of all this? Right. The school is destroyed. I mean, at least part of the school is destroyed. That's true. Charisma Carpenter or, you know, what Cordelia is going to jail for <laughs> fucking uh, doing that stuff. Uh, they've got a giant skeleton in the middle of the library. They just left. They went to go to the bronze to go dance. Yeah. Um, yeah, Giles and the teacher were talking about dancing. Yeah. Second thing. She was bitten. Yes. She was bitten by that vampire, the master, and died or whatever. She didn't turn into a vampire. What the fuck? Does she have the powers of Blade? <laughs> have you ever read uh have you ever read the comic book Blade? I've heard of it, but I haven't read it. So Blade is this British dude that sounds uh, he's from like fucking uh whatever. He's from Liverpool. So he sounds like the Beatles. <laughs> Hello, I'm Blade. But he, uh, it's just me, Blade. He was born with the ability to not be turned into a vampire. That's his superpower. Interesting. It's a Marvel comic, so, but yeah. So he, well, because his mom was attacked by a vampire or whatever when she was giving birth to him, I think she got killed by a vampire when she was giving birth to him or something like that. But because of that, for whatever reason, uh, he is immune to being turned into a vampire. Does he have superpowers other than that? No. Those are his only powers. Okay. Yep. This is Marvel Comics Blade. Interesting. And, yeah, so they, uh, the, does she have that power? Does she have Blade's powers? Maybe because she's the uh, Slayer, maybe she can't turn into a vampire. Maybe. I was thinking, like, you know, the, the fucking Skeletor, like the, the Master, I want an anointed wow, I'm on the surface now. Um... Like, he's gone now. So it's like if they come back for another season, then they have to have a new big bad, I right, guess. yeah. Um, so either they do that or maybe, like, uh, she gives birth to him uh, fucking, you know, Nightmare on Elm Street Part 2 style. What in the actual fuck are you talking about? Because he bit, bit her. So, like, he, like, emerges from her. Not like an actual birth, but like a, like, like breaking out of her, you know, or whatever. Gross. Gross. I don't think they're going to do that. No. Gross. Like, what the fuck? 
I mean, and then how could they continue the show if she's dead because he nah, broke out of her? healed from it or whatever. Gross. It's like how it's like how Athena sprung from the head of Zeus or whatever. He was fine after that. Or like uh, in Leprechaun, how, you know, the guy peed him out of his penis or whatever. That guy wasn't fine, though. He was not. No. <laughs> but yes. Yeah, I, I just, I don't anticipate that happening. <laughs> Sounds you rem- dumb. You, you remember uh, Friday the 13th, or not, I mean, Nightmare on Elm Street Part 2, mm. where they, you know, he breaks out of them. Kind of, yeah. Anyway. But so, yeah, so I have, like, she got bit and nothing happens. What the fuck? Are they going to address that ever? I don't know. We'll have to see, hopefully, next season. How do you get bit and not turn into a vampire? Because she's Buffy. That doesn't explain just, like, any weird thing. It's like, it's a hell mouth. Yeah. Doesn't make any sense either. It's the Hellmouth and the Buffy. By the way. And the Buffy. I thought the Buffy. <laughs> the Slayer. Buff, what did I say? Buff Tilda? Yeah, Buff Tilda. Buffer, buffered. <laughs> Michael Buffer. Anyway. That's the guy that goes, let's get ready to rumble. <laughs> um, I don't know. Do you want to see another season of this? I do, don't you? Yeah, I guess. I mean, I'm invested. I would, I'd like them to go in different directions. There's a line in this. I mean, like you know, I'd like to, them to expand this a little bit. From the feels small. This finale feels small. It okay. feels like it's confined to the story of the movie, right? Like she's reliving it all over again. And I don't, I didn't like that about that. I wanted them to go someplace new. So if they come back for another season, I hope they go. In new places. Yeah. I, I hope they have more vampires. Yeah, I guess. I don't really care. They can do Monster of the Week. I don't care. I think it's funny. There's a line in this uh, where someone unironically and without real any humor says to Giles, uh, I helped you cast that demon out of the internet. <laughs> I think that would earn me some trust. What the fuck? How do you write that line and not... You know, with a straight face. Well, I mean, it made me laugh out loud, so maybe they weren't writing it with a straight face. I don't know. But uh, all in all, what did you think of this episode? I mean, I thought they could have done better. Yeah, it I was agree. a little hokey. It was a little hokey. I, like I said, I think it was a little small. It was a little, story was too confined to me. Yeah, and we're talking about the end of the world too, by the way. And but it's. Not that doesn't seem that big. It was just there, yeah. But I mean, it would have been. It would have gotten worse. It would have been bigger if she hadn't killed the master. I'm sure. I guess it would have been bigger if they had more money. They spent all <laughs> right. that money on the fucking computer generated effects of that uh, three headed little shop of horrors thing. Yeah. Um, I I always thought that the Hellmouth was like a literal mouth to hell, like 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 a hole. Yeah, that's what I thought hell. too. Not this creature. Well, do you think that the creature was supposed to be the Hellmouth, or do you think they're just saying, oh, the Hellmouth is open, so this creature came out when they said, oh, Hellmouth, looking at it? Oh, maybe. Maybe. Maybe, like, he was like, rise, my pet, or whatever. Like, maybe that's, uh, that was one demon trying to come through. Right. Because the demons are supposed to come out and kill everybody. God, if, 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 if each demon took that long to get out, this apocalypse would take forever. <laughs> Maybe it would. It's not the apocalypse. It's the waiting that gets you. Right. 
Uh, but yeah, I mean, what did you think now? So now we're done with the first season. So we won't be back with, with obviously you guys can listen to our regular show and the 90210 show until it's fall when presumably, hopefully there will be a second season of buff the vampire slayer. Or maybe they'll even start in the summer. Sometimes they start them in the summer. Yeah, we'll see. But either way, um, we'll be back if they're back. But now that we're done with season one, what did you think of season one as a whole, as a whole entity? I I mean, like, I enjoyed it. I hope that if they get a second season, they do a little bit better with the effects and stuff. Like, well, it's, it was I mean, a little like, that's hokey. not a joke. They really do need more money. Yeah. So, but it's a show that would benefit from more money. But I mean, I enjoy it. I, I care about the characters. They got me hooked. What do you think? Well, I, the Sarah Michelle Geller, mm-hmm. that uh, I, I believe Sarah Tilda is her. Would you stop? Sarah Tilda Michelle Fee? Uh huh. What about her? She's good. I like her. Yeah. She's, uh, she's very good in this. And the Allison Hannigan, she's fine. Xander, whatever his name is, is fine. <laughs> Giles is good. Anthony Stewart Head is yeah. fine. Yeah. That's well, Giles. Cordelia is pretty good too. Charisma Carpenter. Sorry. Um, but yeah, they're all good. So they're, the acting's good. The acting's good, and I do care about the characters, so we'll see. We'll see what happens. I I, I want them to come back, but I want them to expand beyond just the ideas of the movie. Yeah. And go farther than that. Well, here's hoping. Yeah. But that is the episode, Carol. So you can write us at latefee1994 at AOL.com. Uh-huh. Check out our website at www.retrolatefee.com. Mm-hmm. And share the tapes with your friends. All right. We'll see you next time. Bye. Bye.